0: Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 73 about Palm Beach. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week we are sponsored by Amazing Co. Amazing Co. is bringing people together with incredible experiences from mystery date picnics, family mystery picnics, mystery food walks, and so much more mystery. It's a mystery. (laughs) If You can eat, drink, and explore your way. Through a city while solving clues to get to each destination. Each experience is unique and will give you an afternoon adventure full of memories. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash amazing.
1: All right, Christina, you have something for our Florida tip of the week. I do. And it's going to come into play today in our episode. But look into the city transportation wherever you are going. Of course, in a city and not in rural areas. (laughs) A lot of cities will have a a type of free transportation around their town. I like free. I do like free. Although most of the time in some of the cities, they'll have a... Uh, very easy bus transportation that doesn't cost very much, but you should definitely look into seeing free transportation as I will talk about today. Oh, I can't wait.
0: So while you were on this transportation, were you outside waiting? I was
1: definitely outside waiting in the bright sunshine. In the bright sunshine. And did you remember? Did remember. What did you remember? I remembered my sunscreen. Good I'm girl. so proud of myself. <laughs> well, and also this is going to come into play today too. Oh boy, sunscreen! Sunscreen is will always be always yeah. a thing, right? Yes. yes. So, um, Palm Beach is an area of Florida, I believe. In my opinion, that gives Florida its tropical destination reputation. Nice. Yeah. So, um, the thing I want to talk about today about sunscreen. Okay. <laughs> so we did go to the beach. Um, we were staying in Palm beach and, um, of course you can't be in Palm beach and not go to the beach. So we actually went to the municipal beach. Um, Palm beach is full of, by the way, this is in Southeast Florida. Okay. Um, Palm beach is full of very, very like f- multi, multi, multi-million dollar homes Ooh. on the beach. And so a lot of their beaches are private beaches. So um, that's why okay. we went to the municipal beach, because we knew we were in a good space there. We weren't going to be in any trouble on anybody's <laughs> private beach or anything. Um, so there's uh, there's plenty of beach space there in, in Palm Beach. but um, we went to the Palm Beach municipal beach... And we really enjoyed this beach. It was beautiful. The water was green. It, there was seaweed because there was a storm coming that, that night. So okay. there was some seaweed on the beach, but it was perfectly fine. Um, and we stayed at the beach for about three and a half Almost four hours we were there. I tried to convince my kids to leave um, after we'd been there. <laughs> Almost three hours, but they were having so much fun. And we had put 50 SPF sunscreen on, and we had 50 SPF on our face, our bodies. We reapplied, and we all got fried, like completely fried. Cameron did not because he had on a, uh, a rash guard. Yeah. But Mackenzie- I can see your tan lines. Oh, yeah. I'm. My stomach got the worst burn ever. Of all. And it was because the water reflected... Uh, I was standing up playing in the water, but the water was reflecting. The the sun onto my stomach got the worst burn of all. Well, Christina remembered her sunscreen, but not enough. <laughs> Apparently not enough. So this is why we tell you, don't forget your sunscreen and reapply and get a high SPF. And Florida Sun is always deceiving. So don't think that just because you're only there for an hour, you're not going to get burned because you are. I and think when, I
0: asked you how often you reapplied. Yeah, and we I, in I, a
1: three hour time period, we reapplied once. And here's the thing. We're all tan and olive skinned and we you know that's better when you're in the sun, but even still, with the water reflection, the bright blue sky, the very strong sun, it was only like 82 degrees outside. It doesn't matter. It's Did where we not live. matter. It's where you, so when and we say don't forget your sunscreen, we mean it, my, and that's coming from experience. <laughs> my translucent kids need it every hour. They would have never survived that trip. <laughs> they, well, they would just be have they had to stop they, every hour. That and is they would literally have had to, what we do. They would have had to have their shirts on. And like they do, yeah, and then be under, under cover. So need to say. Um, But let me just point out too, I have a a story to tell you because this was the East Coast as opposed to the previous um, episode where we talked about the West Coast. On Lido Key. On Lido Key. Um, The East Coast is a lot wavier. It's the Atlantic Ocean and there was a storm coming that night and there was a red flag up on the beach. Yes. I think, did we talk about knowing your flags I, Knowing what the flags mean, I don't remember. But a red flag means really rough surf. It means, it means undertow, t- or not red tide. Not red it means, tide, yeah. yeah it it means, means undertow. It means a lot of undertow, rough waters, and it's a it's extreme caution. It's not just like it's almost like be really careful. You can't go out past a certain spot in the water. There were surfers out there, tons of them, um, but they're on surfboards, and so that's that's okay. Um, The lifeguards were doing their jobs. (laughs) Let me just tell you, they were very busy that day. But it also should mean no swimming. Um, two red flags means no swimming. One red flag, it's swim with extreme caution and to don't go out past a certain area of the water. Okay. It's like waist deep, I believe. But there, there, there were, you were allowed to swim on a red flag day, you cannot swim on a double red flag day, the lifeguards will be very angry with you. In fact, this day, people were not listening very well. And these people were Boy, were they. They were blowing whistles and out there a lot. They're on it. They were all over it. So try to get to a beach like this that's busy and be in front of a lifeguard station if you plan on going in the water, because there were people out there that had to be pulled in while we were there because they were out stuck in an undertow and they were being completely covered in waves. And I know you talked about the fact that
0: Palm Beach is on the Atlantic side and that you don't see this as often on the Gulf side. However, when I was in Panama City Beach, which is in the Panhandle and it is the Gulf side, we had a double red flag day. And
1: I believe that has a lot to do with the Gulf Stream. Okay.
0: I don't know my meteorology enough. I mean, I know what the Gulf Stream
1: is, but you're just saying
0: like the, the water Gulf Stream. Yeah, it comes and- up
1: toward the North Florida and it causes there's a lot heavier surf on North Florida. in the Gulf side in North Florida than on the west side. So I'm going to put a copy of what the
0: beach warning flags mean. I'm going to put that into our show notes and it'll be on our website. But yeah, you know what your flags are before you're going out there on the beach. I mean, if it's a red flag,
1: a red flag is a red flag for a reason, right? But Palm Beach was very beautiful. The weather was perfect. The water was very nice except for the fact that we happened to be there on a very high surf day. Um, But it was still, the kids still thoroughly enjoyed playing in the waves. They just didn't go out very far right. um, and they were perfectly fine going. I mean, they were like maybe knee deep and they just, they brought their surfboards, their surfboards, their boogie boards out there. They, they tried really hard to use them. And then, uh, and we went, got to watch the surfers. We were there for hours and we did not forget our sunscreen and still paid the price. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, so that's the beach in that area. Um, but you talked about the fact that this is a very high end town okay so let me just tell you we're talking like rodeo drive kind of high end i like that you put that yeah. i mean this is really that quintessential south
0: florida though it too, is right I'm,
1: we we were driving around looking at some of these mansions that are there let, it's a it's worth a drive around that that area it is worth it you go over a bridge so you go from we stayed actually stayed in palm beach which i'll talk about in a second okay but if you drive over the i'm sorry we stayed in west palm beach Okay. And if you drive over the bridge, it's Palm Beach, I think. One or the other. Okay. We were on the other <laughs> I'm side. i just go with whatever you tell me. We were on the other side of the tracks from the really richy stuff. Okay. But over, if you've ever heard of the Breakers, it is a enormously expensive, but very old historic hotel. And that was where my husband was working um, at the Breakers. So, um... There were houses in that area. We drove around to look at some of the mansions and we pulled up Zillow to try to oh. see. Let me tell you, one of the houses was fifty-nine million dollars. <laughs> just My to give goodness. you a little indication of just how ritzy this place is. Um, we drove by the breakers. You can't even drive in it. Now he had special permission on the days he was working, but other than that, he can't you can't get in there. Wow. Um the houses and the area, like, to to just drive around, it's v- so beautiful. But the bridge going over, Palm Beach Atlantic University is right there. So you can drive over the bridge. You reach Palm Beach Atlantic right away. Um, and then, you know, of course, there's restaurants and shops. We've been there before where we went out to a pizza place on that side of the island. And we spent $100 oh. on a pizza and oh, some wow. sodas. Yeah, it was like, I mean, I don't even like pizza that much. but <laughs> Okay, so...
0: Palm Tree lined Streets, Rodeo Drive, Architecture Sculpture.
1: You've got in here Rosemary Square. Yeah, Rosemary Square. So, okay, this, this leads me on to... Um the free transportation. Oh, yeah. So we were looking for stuff to do in the area. And w- a couple of the days we were left without a car. And I learned from, um, from our hotel that there's a free trolley. There's two lines. Um, and it takes you all around the town so you can ride it around and look at all the architecture. There's sculptures everywhere. There's murals on the wall everywhere. And there's Rosemary square is the trolleys can take you to Rosemary square where you find a lot of art museums, shopping, dining. Um, just, it's basically just a, exactly what it sounds like, a square.
0: I think that's what I enjoyed when I was watching your stories and the reels that you put up on social media. I was enjoying all of the murals.
1: The murals were, I mean, there were murals. I just kept finding them. I was like, <laughs> oh man, I missed that mural. So you
0: probably could find a tour that takes you through all of the murals. A lot of those places probably. do have tours for that. And so, you know, do a little digging if that's what you enjoy. One of
1: the boxes, it looked like an electrical box on the corner, was had this real old time photo of this lady on a rowboat. It was so I so cool. It. it was my favorite one, but it was just on this random box on the, yep. on the road. So cool. Um, we went to Sloan's, which Sloan's apparently is a chain um, ice cream shop, but this particular Sloan's, you have to look at my story or my, my reel to see it. It was so awesome cool inside. It had this beautiful chandelier and every single square inch of the place was decorated. It was so fancy. Uh, I mean, total West Palm Beach style look to it, but it was really cool. Um, So Sloan's was a fun little ice cream thing. It was my son's birthday. So we were trying to treat him as much as we could. Oh, yeah. Uh, We stayed at the Hyatt Place and what I liked about the Hyatt Place, uh, of course, it was on the wrong side of the tracks when it yes. comes to West Palm Beach. Um, it was on the it was on the like before the bridge, but right before the bridge. And it was a more affordable kind of stay. So if you want to go to the area, you can find affordable hotels. Um and I'm telling you this because you can also find really unaffordable hotels oh, yeah. there.
0: You got to be careful. Yeah.
1: Hyatt Place was really nice, very clean. They had a full buffet breakfast with like eggs and sausage and, you know, an array of fruits and coffees and juices and all kinds of. You know, you could literally eat breakfast there and walk away and be like, okay, I don't need to eat again until Oh, lunch. that's nice. Not now, like, you know, your typical, I'm just going to have a bagel and a...
0: <laughs> right. And you don't necessarily have to be on the concierge level for all Correct. the little... That's right. nice too. Okay. Christina. Wait, it is- I'm not done. Oh, but
1: I have something to say. Go. Is it about the Hyatt Place? No. Okay. So Hyatt Place. I thought the Hyatt Place was also really cool because they had plunge pools. Okay. A hot the- pool and a cold pool. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. It was really neat. That feels it that was indoors. It
0: feels like that could be very therapeutic too. It
1: was. We did go back and forth between them, especially when we were sunburned.
0: <laughs> I was gonna point out that the next I don't know, the rest of this episode, you have all of these food places. It's okay, that won't time be the rest. Of the day. And it is as we're recording, it is a little bit before noon. So this is going to be fun to listen to you talk about food while my belly over here is growling. As I'm wiping this drool
1: to, away. Right? Yes. Talk
0: okay. about the food. I'm so excited you got a lot of food places.
1: Though. I did. Well, because we were, that's all we could do was eat out. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, Hot Pie Pizza was this old building. Like, the, I have to tell you, the architecture in the area is really cool. It's unique. And every little building looks different.
0: Is it that like South Florida art deco style or some of it some of it some of it is
1: some, some of it, it was just-, just old like just old buildings historic okay. buildings it was really neat and it's 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 this place was one of them inside was very historic looking um i felt like i was in a new york pizzeria Ooh. it was really cool um they served some amazing pizza pies there they had a, the open kitchen so you just see the guy standing there with his stone What's it called? Pizza. Like where they put it in the fire. Oven. Yeah. And uh, he was twirling his pizza dough and cooking right there. And it was like pizza after pizza after pizza. It was real cool. Um, they have very nice menu there. Um, it's just, I, I just love the old style to the building. And I love the pizza, which yeah. I don't normally like pizza, but I did like that. This pizza. looks like a very, I mean, if they've got the brick
0: oven pizza, but it just looks like it was like brick covered it all was. over the place. It was.
1: It was really neat. and uh, And I like, but they had this. Entry to the bathroom that looks like it had, a, it used to have a phone booth in it. It was, oh, it was just fun. cool. Okay. So we also, um, we were trying to find places that we weren't going to spend like $100 every time we ate. Right. So that was one of them. Um, we went to Mama Bella Market and it's basically, I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a market, but they had fresh prepared foods there. It's thirty seven hundred and fifty square feet of culinary emporium, and they had a curated collection of gourmet foods and spices. They had you could shop around in the shop and buy these these foods and spices and things that were like an artisanal style cuisine, um, and all the ingredients to make these things were all in their shop. But then they had a counter where you could order the deli type prepared foods. So like I had this salmon pasta. It was so delicious it's salmon and spinach and pasta with this sauce on it I don't even know what kind it was like some kind of (laughs) white creamy sauce that was so good they had soups there um just a really nice little cafe and then there's a little bar there if you want to sit at the bar and order some wines they also did have a wine shop um what I'm looking
0: at with this too it does look like okay so you have those a lot of these marketplaces now right there seems to be a lot of them popping up yeah. multi-use multi-vendor all in one space this looks like it's owned and operated all by one it is Mama Bella yep. so it, it was, is and the
1: guy Mama Bella was his mom so he sweet. named it after his mom Aww. and he was there cooking and um, he was really sweet and they gave Cameron a cookie for his birthday <laughs> very nice because he told everybody it was his birthday of course he did but yeah market deli international wine and they even have specialty stone pizzas there last year we did an episode for Mount Dora and we talked about a trip that we all took together with our husbands With a company called Amazing Co.
0: Christina, that was one of my favorite things we did together. Absolutely. Mystery date picnic. How great was that?
1: Yeah. So the thing about Amazing Co. is they have all these different experiences. Amazing Co. had a mystery date, but you could also do something with families or friends. And they have different types of experiences through different cities all across Florida. I've seen food
0: walks, food and drink walks. All of it, though, has this mystery element where you have to figure out where you're going next. I thought that really added a sense of adventure.
1: It's like a they give you a clue and you solve the clue to get to the next location where you get your food and
0: drink. And don't worry, the clues were fun and challenging, but not so difficult that we couldn't make it.
1: Now, they have locations all over Florida. So if you are in North Florida, Central Florida, South Florida, doesn't matter. You can find something. Agreed. I even gave it as a gift
0: this year to my husband so we can do another Amazing Co. mystery picnic. That's awesome. Where can we find Amazing Co.? You can find all of our Amazing Co. experiences at
1: floridatravelpod.com slash amazing. So another place that we ate was down, um, when we, we went to, um, which we'll talk about in a second. We went to the Manatee Lagoon right down the street from there was the Rafiki Tiki Bar and Grill.
0: <laughs> I love the name.
1: Yeah. We ate there because of the name, <laughs> but also it's located, uh, on the water. So, you know, you can sit there by the water. We sat outside, very nice views, um, you know, nice breeze. They play little Island music and just gave us a really nice atmosphere. Uh, we enjoyed the location, uh, as much as we enjoyed the food. Um, you know, we I had coconut shrimp that was to die for. It was so good. Um, and then, you know, they have drinks and stuff at the bar. And it was just a nice seafood, seaside environment to be in
0: on their website it even lists outdoor water activities so you this is also a destination where you can book your parasailing sunset cruise boat rentals snorkeling wakeboarding paddleboarding, boarding jet skis kayaks and bike rentals
1: yeah it was a very a active little stuff. area there was a huge <laughs> parking lot nearby which makes sense if they're doing all of that stuff there too but yeah it was a really nice place it had indoor seating too but it was definitely worth it to sit outside and
0: this is, and this was, you said near mur, mermaid, no, man. No, man. <laughs> mermaid, well, I mean,
1: they are, the they were mistaken the for, for, for mermaids, but it's by mermaid, a mermaid. Look at, you made me say it too. I'm sorry. <laughs> Manatee Lagoon. Yeah. It's just down the street from Manatee Lagoon. So if, okay. you're, if you're going there, it's a great place to eat. Um, so Rocco's Tacos is another place, um, right in downtown. Also, a great name, Rocco's Tacos. Yeah, yes. there's one here in Orlando area, but this one's down in West Palm, and this place is busy. Um, I took a, a video of the outside of the building because they have the big, wide-open doors. So like when you walk in it's just like this big open area to walk through and they have this really cool chandelier hanging in their building cuz it's also an old historic place again but you got to be if you're in Palm Beach you got to be fancy apparently you have to we be have fancy to have chandeliers to and
0: ice cream places and taco bars no
1: kidding so Rocco's tacos is mostly known from their for their um tableside guacamole it's made oh. table tableside yeah I've been uh,
0: obsessed with that lately. I had we went somewhere where they made guacamole for me tableside and now I'm making it myself for like every Mexican Spanish just basically every meal.
1: I used to not like guacamole. In fact, mm. it was our trip that we took um in, when we stayed in that house. Oh the chef came, that's and the place that I was like, m- okay, guacamole. I'm sold. I like guacamole. You gotta now. have it fresh, though, yeah. too.
0: You can't. I mean, you can buy the stuff
1: in the in the not containers. The same. Nope. It's, it's not bad, but, but this, it's not the same. Rocco's Tacos makes it tableside. It's amazing, and also they have a sour mix for their margaritas that's made in house. Okay, again. So Rocco's Tacos. I can start drinking soon, right? It's yep. almost afternoon. You have to do a Taco <laughs> Tuesday at Rocco's Tacos. Nice. Um, so, oh, okay. We, we went to, for Cameron's birthday, we did this before when we were in West Palm, but we went down to the Fun Depot. It's it's a little like just down 95, a little ways, but it's right there in that West Palm beach area. Um, Fun Depot had go-karts, laser tag, they have a ginormous arcade. And then the special thing was, is they had these daily deals. So like we spent Fifty dollars, but we got sixty eight dollars. So we were able to do all of that. We were able to do go-karts, the arcade and the laser tag. They also have bowling and and, uh air hockey and all that stuff. So and they have a little cafe there too. So if you want to So
0: you're saying though this is a this is not a bad place to bring kids because there is something like the Fun Depot that you can go and
1: have some fun. For sure, for sure. Yeah, we really like the Fun Depot. It's our second time going. And, uh, and it's Cameron's probably favorite part.
0: Of course. <laughs> but he's nine, so it should be his favorite part. He's not going to be impressed by chandeliers. He's going to be impressed by, by laser the tag. the Fun Depot and <laughs> laser tag,
1: right. Um, on the trolley, you can... Well, it doesn't take you to this place, but you can go on the trolley over to that side of town and you can walk down or Uber down to the Grandview Market, which is another one of those, like we've talked about, city markets. This place represents um, 12 different uh, culinary chefs. Okay. Okay. So you actually go in there with 12 different places to try foods from all different, unique, special cuisines. You can just walk around and try things or stay at one place and eat till your heart's content. Is
0: it, do you pay, you know, like per place? Per place. Okay. So it is like what we were talking about earlier, like those multi-use markets. But this one is, you know,
1: a little bit more chef. It's chef oriented. Yeah. All local, well, all Un- I should say, shouldn't say local because I don't know that they're all local, but they are, um, they're all unique chefs with special skills, special st- styles of food that they cook, and they all are in this building, the View Market. So you,
0: so this is, I, I mean, yeah, I would look at it as a little bit more high end. Yeah, definitely. What a great, I, I still love these multifunction market places. Yeah, where you get to try lots of things. You get to try a lot of things. Or if you're with everyone, you don't have to say, well, I want sushi. Well, I want
1: pizza. Yeah. No, I want a burger. Everybody can win. Yeah, exactly. So we did a couple of really fun things, too, aside from the Fun Depot. Um, We went to the Cox Science Center and Aquarium, which is uh, an old place. It's been around for years. Um, Of course, it has all the science exhibits in the aquarium. They have a touch pool there, which they have, you know, times of the day where you can go and experience the touch pool. Outside, they have an outdoor splash pad. Um, and then they have this physics experience where they have all these different physics exhibits where you can try things out and sort of mess around and, like, test things. And it's really fun. Um, a really fun science, ex- you know, e- exploration. It's not a very big place. Like, you could probably do the whole thing in half a day. Okay, um, but, with, it uh, also but again, has, if
0: you have kids with you.
1: It also has the splash pad, an outdoor picnic area, and they have mini golf. Well, what I'm interested in is that it's a science center
0: and aquarium in one place.
1: Yeah. And and I'll tell you, if you have a science center membership somewhere, which we do have one in Orlando, we were able to get in for free to this place. And because, because of, of their, our passport program.
0: Right. Oh, and they call it a passport program. Yes. I thought it was a reciprocal something. It, but it used to be thing. called that, okay. but now they
1: call it the passport program. Which and, makes more sense. And it, it included that mini golf. So we went and did 18 holes of mini golf. Oh my gosh. And it was included with your membership. It was included with our si- Orlando Science Center membership for the passport program.
0: Nice. And so of course
1: they- sh- Always look at if you have a science
0: center near you and you want to be a member, even if you don't go that often- it can be used in other places. And we,
1: trust me, we've used that Science Center membership all over the country. Tell me a little bit about the aquarium side. The aquarium side is, like I said, they have a touch pool, but they have alligators, all kinds of unique fish. Um, they have some little like a uh, uh, mock coral reef, So all the fish that would be in a coral reef is there. Um, and then they have... These little centers where you can reach in, you put your hands in these holes where you can't see what you're touching and you're trying, you have to guess what you're touching. (laughs) It's a little freaky, but it was kind of cool. But it's really pretty. Uh, Lots to see, lots to learn. And they have, they have the mini golf. And yeah. And then they have um, feeding times and such. So you can go in and like go with the certain times that they have set aside with their experts there. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. So, and they have a concession stand with ICs. Okay, important when you have kids, right? Yeah. So another thing we did was we went to the Manatee Lagoon. Um, we did a lagoon side chat. Now, I will tell you, Manatee Lagoon, we've talked about Manatee Lagoon before um, in this area. It's um, I can't remember what episode we talked about it on. Manatees. Okay. It must have been the manatee episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this area on this particular day was very, very busy with boats there weren't any manatees in the area at the time that we went, but it was worth the trip to do. We we got to sit on the lagoon side with um, a lagoon, with a manatee specialist, and they did like a 45-minute talk with us. Very interactive. They asked a lot of questions, um, and they let you participate. It was really worth it. They had an education center inside, which was Very inspiring to to me what they're doing with manatees. They have tracker manatees in their lagoons that they've been following. And and they had names for them and everything. They're like, oh, so-and-so did this and -and so-and-so did that. It was really cool. I enjoyed it. Um, Okay, so Manatee Lagoon. And we also, the last thing that we did on our trip was the Jupiter Inlet Lighthouse. Which is technically Jupiter. Right, but it's very close by. Yes, it's, yeah, exactly. Jupiter is
0: just a little bit north of... North Palm Beach, I was just looking at the map, trying to figure out where everything was that you were telling me about. So you've got Palm Beach, West Palm Beach, North Palm Beach, Palm Beach Gardens, all in that same area.
1: Oh, yeah, we were there for a while. It felt like we were there for a month. We were there, it was only six days total, but we were, we were all over the place. Um, so Jupiter, you went to, I mean, we talked
0: about this a little bit on our Jupiter episode, which was also last summer. Last
1: summer, yeah, that's right. That's when I went. So tell me what you thought of the lighthouse. We took the historic tour, which was goodness, it was probably a little over an hour long. I'd say that's and about right. this guy was spectacular. <laughs> like, he was so, he knew every single aspect of, you know, what they, were t- what they were teaching about the Indians and we just really enjoyed the historic tour. I took notes the whole time because now I'm like, I have like a year's worth of curriculum now I can <laughs> teach about nice. with my own school. Um, but you can also download the app and take an audio tour for yourself. So if you don't want to go on one of the tours and walk with all the people or if you don't want, if you get there at a time when they're not starting a tour, you can just download the app and follow the tour on your own. They have a really cool app that has a map and you can follow through. It's it's a pretty big, expansive area. And of course, we climbed to the top of the lighthouse, 139 inclusive steps, including the steps that lead up to the lighthouse. <laughs> inclusive
0: steps. I like that you included that.
1: Yeah. Um, we took a lot of pictures, spectacular view, and totally worth the trip. Now we used the Every Kid Pass um, which got our whole family in for free. So if you have a fourth grader in your family, you can get the Every Kid Pass, and it will get you into national parks and, and all over the place. Yeah,
0: it's the Every Kid Outdoors Pass for yep. for fourth graders. So yep. and that I I knew when we were talking about this, I knew that this was a national parks program uh, that they do. You know, when you have a fourth grader, it gets there, it gets them plus your entire family into the parks. It's neat that. The lighthouse had this as an option though yeah. too, because it's, it's on their a, website too. It's so on their website, they're not part of the national parks. I don't think they're part of the national parks system, or they're part of the? I don't think they're part of the monument. I, I am not sure. I feel like they might be part of the Bureau of Land Management down there. I, there's something <laughs> <laughs> there. But, good Tanya yeah that's that's very informative isn't it
1: well needless to say if you have a fourth grader or an up-and-coming fourth grader or homeschool equivalent fourth grader you can get the every kid outdoor pass and go see places like this Jupiter Inlet Lighthouse which is very short drive from where we were staying in West Palm Beach so just something if you're in the area you can go there and and see that
0: and extend all the way into Jupiter which has um, amazing things to do also so make sure go see the
1: Jupiter episode yeah go See the no,
0: Jupiter. No, listen to the Jupiter. Go see the Jupiter. Yeah, we don't film, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where are you go? I mean, you I just so went. Many so many things. This is all went. for you. you did all of the things. All I mean, I really want to do a mural tour. I really just want to take the trolley and see all of the architecture and It is and so stro- worth it. The, the trolley tour, and- there's
1: two trolley lines. It is totally, it's awesome and it's free. You just hop on, hop off. Yeah, that and I mean, I'm
0: always good for the beach and um, what I mean. Come on, beach. you want
1: to go to Fun Depot. I know you do.
0: Uh, well, that's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to do like a Rafiki Tiki and Rako Taco just because I love the rhyming part of it Rocco's too. Tacos and
1: Rafiki Tiki.
0: Exactly. <laughs> It's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the
1: state. Christina, you found... Jackalope Meadows. Jackalope Meadows, I mean... Harvest raw, organic wildflower honey directly Mm. from their backyard hives. Okay. But they also have handcrafted artesian soaps, garden fresh salsa, farm fresh eggs, renowned yogurt local yogurt have you like heard of a place that sells it it, they did it from a cottage kitchen operation okay so how did you find this place um i was looking into things in the area that were locally made or just they're in the palm beach area yeah Mm -hmm. excellent yeah so actually i lied it's not palm beach
0: (laughs) it's sarasota
1: oh oops
0: That should have gone on our other episode. It should have. Maybe I made a
1: mistake when I put it on there. (laughs) That's
0: quite all right. It's all good. Hey, I'm sure Jackalope Meadows would be happy to hear that we're talking about their farm fresh food. Wrong coast, but still very awesome place. And you have to go to our show notes to find the link. So we've got a Facebook link for you. Yeah, it's
1: a long one. All right, stay tuned to the end of our episode to find out where we're going next week. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you've been following along in recent times, we've had a lot of travels going, and we've got some reels and stories that have been going. It's the best place to see what we're up to, and you can comment with any additional tips or places you want us to talk about or reach out to us on email at hello at com. You can
0: support the Florida Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. It really does help others discover our content and you never miss an episode. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod to get shout outs, postcards, stickers and more. If you support us, it allows us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the sunshine state. Next week, I think we've got some more springs in our future. What I do you think? I think we Christina? do. I
1: think we do the, in an infinite amount of springs. An
0: in infinite, I don't think it's infinite. <laughs> but that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. <laughs>